everybody. This is Aisha with Pod Clubhouse. And this is Ashley. And we are back to discuss Netflix's hashtag Black AF episode four. And what's the name of this title? It's to do with slavery again. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. You guessed right? it. You guessed again, it. <laughs> this is because of slavery. So that's the, that's the, that's the title for this episode. And as we get into this one, it is all about parenting. Right. Oh. The, the nuances of black fatherhood, or as Kenya Barris likes to say, the cornerstone of fatherhood. The cornerstone. <laughs> he, I mean, I'm telling you, he went in on this episode. Most definitely. I'm constantly just impressed with the way he turns everything back mm-hmm. to him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not only just being trying to be the number one parent, which Joy is always talking about. He's always got to be right. He's always (laughs) got to be the best parent, right? He's turning it all back onto him. It doesn't matter if he helped with one sentence on the homework. When they came, when Drea came back with some A's, he said, we did it. We did it. Yes. (laughs) And and I was laughing so hard because I thought, oh, that's so funny. We see him trying to do so many things, trying to remember birthdays, you know, taking kids to work. What do you think about the workplace situation with the kids and mom and all of that? Well, (laughs) that had many layers. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) The main feeling is that he was so he's this father that provides so much for his family, right? Right. He's out. He's hustling. He's made himself into a big time Hollywood showrunner, writer for all of these shows and everything. And so he's one of those people that he's he's made it, you know, and all in any in any sense of the word, he's made it. Yes. With that comes the whole feeling of do I spend enough time with my family? Am I doing an am I providing for my family? What kind of work life balance do I have? There we go. There we and go. And he starts to have that feeling of I don't want to become like my father. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like so many of us do. Right. We battle this. We don't know mm-hmm. what we don't know if we're doing enough at home. Are we doing enough at work? Are we doing this? And so when we see him at work, we see <laughs> Of course, the silliness and stuff in his writer's room. And oh, how, yes. You know how they start with his face. The writer's in the water. room. The writer's room. I mean, would room. you be, how would you feel? I mean, do you feel that people are struggling with this? Do you feel like that you see this oh, a yes. lot with, with maybe the the parents, the, the students you have, people, you know, your own family? How does it mm-hmm. feel for you? So for me, the connections that I was making with Kenya Barris and being at work and et cetera, I was thinking about the dynamics that were taking place while he was there. And while Joya, Rashida Jones' character, his wife was there. Mm -hmm. um, And I was thinking about the interchange, I guess the exchanges that were being made across the table with him (laughs) and some of his white coworkers. I'm not going to lie. They they were making some interesting remarks about Joya, which we can get into in a second. But I was more so thinking about how the workplace reminded me of – I guess a more nuanced version of the one in the show Blackish. And so that's those are the references and the the sort of connections that I was making with Kenya Barris and his coworkers versus the dad in the in the more fictionalized Blackish, which is his show as well. Right, so right. I, I just thought it was interesting all of the different dynamics that were at play between him and his coworkers. It was funny when she walked, you know, because I I guess when you had you had brought this up a little earlier, how she walked mm-hmm. in to just like show, <laughs> you know, Mother of the year. I'm mother oh, yeah. of the year. Oh, yeah. You know, she, she's flexing on everybody. At every turn. Like, at, and at every at, turn throughout this episode, there's at, a moment where a moment it's where like she, plot She twist, does a little too right? much. <laughs> Here's Joya. And she's like, 
I am extra. The, I'm the mom. I, I am the mom. And it it was great. And so at the workplace, you know, she takes center stage. I love and, it. And then we get the responses of his coworkers, some of whom are, who are, there. there's a bunch of white folks there who are talking mm-hmm. about, you know, Joya. Oh, you know, she's a queen and she's a caramel rubber band. Her snapback <laughs> game is amazing. And, and here we go oh again with Why? characteristically black phrases out of white folks' mouths. And it's kind of like just this caricature of, you know, like, Why? that what was, was, that was a funny moment for me. I was like, okay, more, more appropriation. <laughs> Yeah, and, right. and he said, and so then, yeah, Barris is like, like what? He why? said, he was like, well, what's why, why, why does she got to be a queen? Why <laughs> explain? And then it was like, uh, right, right, right. Uh, but throughout that whole exchange, to be honest, though, mm-hmm. as, as crazy as it got when Lisa, uh, the blonde lady in the room, decided oh, to, Lisa. <laughs> to talk about her own woes about being a mother and a and a working professional okay outside right. the home right of course and all the mess she said i'm not even going to get into that <laughs> but at the core of what she said i did believe and agree mm-hmm. that she was right you know sometimes you know mothers can do a thousand percent and this is true and then when the fathers step in and do just like two percent, just enough, they're, just enough, they're just enough, they're, just, mm-hmm. they're applauded, right? So I wanted mm-hmm. to get into that. I wanted to say, mm. now I'm not, I'm not, not going to sit here and bash men. That's not the point. Of it, course or, not. Right. It's we want to make the point that like, is there some sort of disparity on the way we look at our roles? Oh, I think so. I definitely think the black father gets a bad rep. I do. I agree. As we know, you know, Drea mentions the CDC research at the end of this episode mm-hmm. where there is a myth currently being perpetuated about black fatherhood. And I think that it's important that we bring that to light, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that the questions that Barris asks of himself throughout the episode are valid. And I think even in that, it's not necessarily an either or thing. It's a both and thing. I do believe that Joya's perspective is completely valid as well. So it's just interesting to see how this is at play in this in this particular fictionalized context. But um, yeah, I think it's a it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Uh, it's it's one of those things too. the whole the kids all come to her. Right. They tell her mm-hmm. everything. She knows all yes. the information. He's the last one to get any updates or I mean, maybe <laughs> that could just be, you know, put up to being like just being dad and feeling Mm -hmm. more comfortable with sharing things with your mother. It just was funny to me that she knows everything. She knows what's going on Mm -hmm. in the home. And he's kind of, you know, I I wouldn't, he realizes he's been checked out. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. So then we go into the whole like baseball situation where he steps up (laughs) and decides he's going to become a coach because he was done with what's his face. What was his (laughs) Oh. in his own home oh, coming yeah. in there and he was uh, he was done he was done with <laughs> all of it he done with yes. jim and he was <laughs> seriously jim? jim oh my god he was trying to be so... <laughs> the dad in his own home okay oh my goodness well there's this realization that friday is clearly not pops's birthday right and so jim takes over the entire situation and he just again we see Kenya going through this internal dialogue slash uh, outward moment and he gets so pissed off and he goes fuck Jim <laughs> I will fuck Jim up I will like, fuck him up <laughs> and so that that was just that was a crazy moment for for 
Yeah. But to that see point, Jim the, the, the point is that he didn't feel like he was stepping up as a father, right? He felt right. He felt jealous. slighted. He, he felt, felt slighted. slighted. Uh-huh. He felt whatever. So what, when he found out, they found out something happened to this other coach, mm-hmm. then he was like, I'll, I'll take over immediately. And so that was his just like, I'm going to jump right into this. Not knowing anybody on the team, probably. I bet you he probably only knew just his son's name and that's right. it. And Not can I make a... Just Anything. a side note, right? Yeah. Just a side note on the Badgers. Don't they look just like the Bad News Bears? The bad- <laughs> I, do you think that they did that on purpose? I do. I, I do think so think too. It, it, totally. So too. Yeah. It was. It was pretty cool. And I love just a little, a little touch. I just love Pops' little chain, and it's such He's a dad so father son moment. Like, Dad, you know, after everything, I really did have a great time with you. So it was just like their connection and watching that. Yeah. interact interact was really neat. bond really oh bond um, yeah, yeah for they sure. bond and they did and i don't think he even got thing is kenya didn't even get it and then but <laughs> but really it worked it did his, all that ended up working and it mm-hmm. brought him and his son closer together which was really what he wanted to do you know I, at the end I of the day i think a big a big part of this show overall like i i really just love the overarching themes that are happening and i mentioned perception and reality etc in the last episode we did but right. here we see barris wrestling with his need to perform outwardly like even his commentary when pops is like you know throwing the ball and he's like all right okay you know at a boy there you go like he's really trying to perform mm-hmm. but really it's just his presence that pops needs like you're That's here it. you know like you're you know it doesn't have to be this spectacle performance but i think barris is we see some of his like vulnerability and insecurity in that and that's perhaps what keeps him from seeing that it's enough like he is enough i love that yeah yeah i I totally agree with you on that Mm -hmm. i think that's all that kids really want they want your presence Mm-hmm. That's the Absolutely. bottom line, you know. It's right. like, and I'm not a parent, so I have no idea. But I do, I do understand the value of presence, you know, being being present. You understand so much as an educator. You are closer to more children than mm. a than a regular parent would mm-hmm. be, you know, than I would be. You have a, a grasp of how kids interact in so many different ways, and so your perspective is definitely gold to me because I feel like you you kind of have mm. a you you're, you got your finger on and, the yeah button. and it's what's so cool about <laughs> education in general is like the kids tell you things about their parents and it's kind of like Ooh, oh I'm sure <laughs> you know and so I get a, a little bit of an inside <laughs> scoop that it's between me and the kids you know and I say you know we this we put uh, a Vegas rule on things like hey you know you want to talk <laughs> about it we can talk about it and so it's a nice way to be like a cool auntie of sorts you know <laughs> I love it. Are you going to be like right. Auntie Nadine? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Auntie oh, Nadine. We'll, we'll talk about her. her. We'll, we'll talk about her. her. Yeah, we'll talk oh about her Oh, my goodness. Later, but... Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of want to go back to Joya for a second and talk about Please do. this issue that's been coming up on the internets. Of, 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 okay, let's talk. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, I really want to talk about this colorism concern that has been brought to our attention via our Facebook group and our, you know, Twitter and all of the interactions on social okay, media. Lay it out. Lay it out for us. Tell me what. Okay, you've been hearing. so I I happened upon an article about hashtag Black AF, and it actually critiques the show and talks about the issue of colorism and how that's discussed and the quote unquote mixed plight and how the character of Joya played by Rashida Jones is problematic. And it kind of does a critique on that. So I'm curious, uh, you know, Aisha, you're mixed. I wonder what you think about Mm -hmm. that and how you perceive Rashida Jones character, etc. What are your thoughts on it? 
Well, when I watched this and she said mixed kids are constantly tested on their blackness, I okay. felt that okay. real, real deep. Like I'm getting goosebumps just saying that mm. <laughs> the hairs on my arm just stood up because while my skin is not as light as hers, mm -hmm. I mean, I look like a black woman. I am half Indian. My father's from India. So, I mean, where she has this way that she could pass. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about colorism, right. you, know, you know, she can pass for a white woman or, right. and let's, you know, or let, a woman. Let's, let's just define colorism real quick. It's just for our audience, yeah. you know, for the sake of understanding, colorism is defined as discrimination against folks based on skin color within the black community. So we've got ra racism, within. but colorism is more internal colorism. to our community. And it, it usually yes. happens between darker skin folks and lighter skin folks within the community. And then also when it comes to mixed race folks, you know, in that conversation that, that gets kind of crazy. So <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Perfect. I mean, and, and I feel like she's, since she can kind of pass, uh -huh. it's a little bit different then for me, I feel like in my own situation, in my own life, I grew up with two distinctly strong backgrounds. Ah. So a strong African-American background, a strong Indian background, mm -hmm. both equal mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. And you are constantly tested, mm -hmm. um, constantly tested on your blackness. Uh, you know, are you black enough? Are you this? Yes. Are you that? You know, oh, you're not black. Are you that? You know, it's you are constantly worried about trying to prove to other people. And so I see how she feels mm. when she was when she kind of went on and, and explained that. But then her worry then moving towards her children, wondering this, that they, they're not even identifying as black. Right, right. You know, are they identifying as black? Are they, do they feel like, for comedy's sake, you know, just the part of dancing kind of mm -hmm. thing, they can't even dance, you know, that kind of, and when she sh she looks up and sees them, she's like, wait a minute. Right. And when Stink doesn't even realize, doesn't even identify herself as a black female, she's like, oh, okay, hold right. up. Right, So she starts to kind of question herself, right? And mm -hmm. question all of that stuff. And I felt that as a mother. I felt that. And where my children are multiracial, so we not just biracial now my kids are multiracial mm. and so when they and their skin color is probably lighter than joya's li mm -hmm. lighter than rashida jones and we could get into this a little bit later and how they are perceived when right. it's summertime they get quite dark they there get as dark go. as i can there we go as i am and then they sometimes they can get as light as their father yeah so it it's it's it it's it's a it's a difficult thing I think to unpack as we yes explain this right. show, but I feel like for me I don't feel like she deserves what's coming at her right I now get it. on I get the it. internet. That's and, for me. And this came up for me just to make it clear. This came up for me because in the moment where she's at the job, she's at the workplace with Barris, one of his colleagues says, she's such a queen. And I see that as such, like a black woman calling another black woman queen. Like that is such a marker of our community. And so I started to think about the blackness of Joya and her expression of it. And I just don't see blackness as a monolith at all. And I don't think we should. I, there's not one way to be black. There's so many variations. Mm -mm. And so mm -mm. Rashida Jones is a mixed race woman in real life. And she can identify as black. She can also identify as Caucasian, white, etc. Mm -hmm. um, even though, you know, she's mixed race, like she can identify right. as one or the other, not necessarily other. either or, but both and. And for me, like I'm light skinned, so I contend with my own light skin privilege all the time. And mm -hmm. I have to constantly educate myself on like how to decenter that, like how to push that, not necessarily like 
put it on the back, like put it to the side when I'm faced with like the realities of my darker skinned sisters and brothers. Like I have to think about that too. So we all kind of face a very, a different struggle when it comes to skin color. But overall, when I'm, I'm just to kind of tie this idea up, I'm thinking about how interesting it is that in the very beginning episodes, we talked a lot about the white gaze and like the perception of blackness from the outside looking in, like from a white perspective. Mm-hmm. And there's also this question too about like, is Hashtag Black AF for white audiences, or is it for uh, is it for the Black community? Is it even mm-hmm. for us? Because we kind of already get these themes, right? So my question now is like, now we're looking at it from like an internal perspective as opposed to just the white gaze. Now we're looking at perhaps the black gaze, like how we look mm-hmm. at one another. At ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. There we go. Yeah. And are we being too critical? Are we? Ah, mm. Are we? picking it apart just to pick it apart what yeah, what is going right. on you know like exactly and and the other question i asked it got a little it got a little tricky for me too because i was like wait a minute is this for white audiences are we performing for white approval like are we trying to you know like i was <laughs> oh, like, whoa you that went got, deep in the hole i, I went... did i did <laughs> so it was Ooh. like oh wow that was that was a moment for me you know well it's a really good question because mm-hmm. i really have since the beginning of us watching this show, mm-hmm. I thought about that myself. Yes. I, I really was like, who is this for? Who is right. the audience? Uh-huh. I, I'm kind of swayed back and forth. I Same. read a little bit on one end and then I'm like, this is all for white audiences. Mm-hmm. And then I think, no, it's for us. Like, this mm-hmm. is supposed to be for us. No, it's... <laughs> it's a, <laughs> so it's I'm kind of a- like... Yes. No, and then I saw it and then, you know, throughout the season more happens and I mm-hmm. start thinking we'll get into that as we get into the end yeah. of the last ne- the next few episodes. I think that'll be more evident after we discuss those. But right. Um, because we will definitely need to bring this back up. Because I agree. It's, I it's agree. It's going to come up. Important. It's going to come up all the time throughout the show for sure well Um, somebody in there uh not our i shouldn't say our facebook group we keep saying our it's not ours right it's definitely not black af (laughs) uh, facebook group a lady i don't even want i don't want to call her out but she she posted something today and she and i just have to read this to you she said the black painting should have been in episode one it would have shut down the criticism how the show is not quote black enough end quote not actually mm. no actually black has a lot of variations and they are black af and she right you know yeah. so and i and i was like this this is how mm-hmm. i felt and i and After i think i commented that, on that yeah i said did, it's did not you, a monolith like, and, yeah. yeah not a monolith and you're right mm-hmm. and when you said that i said this is exactly why i felt that way and the painting was supposed to tell us that that's right that's you know, right. that that was it the set point. us up. It actually it set, us, set up. us up for this yes. episode to, for us to be able to handle even more layers that are coming up in the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think and right. I that is why and I think that's why she was cast. Right. Obviously, Ooh. people think about it. Go back, step back. I mean, obviously, she's a great actress. She is mm-hmm. hilarious. This yes, woman she's is great. A, <laughs> is comedy gold. Maybe I'm alone, but I've loved Rashida Jones since Parks and Rec. I mean, yes, all the yes. stuff that she's done, I have watched. She's to me, I've, I've enjoyed her as an actress. So maybe I'm alone or not. I don't know. No, I mean, not at all. A lot opinion. of my friends and including my husband, when he found out that Rashida Jones was in the show, he's he's right. a big Parks and Rec fan. So uh, he was like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, OK, yeah, she's I vibe with her, too. And you know? arguably probably mm-hmm. the I mean, the most well, well-known, well-recognized actress on the show, I would right. say. 
I mean, because Kenya's always been behind the scenes. He's never been an actor. You know, he's been he's a writer. So we would not have recognized him other than his name. So by face, she's definitely the most famous, unquote, Mm -hmm. you know, famous. Yes. So I think there was a reason why she was cast. Obviously. Why are we acting like this was like, oh, I'm so upset that why would they cast this mixed lady as his wife? in the in a hashtag black af sitcom wasn't barris actually like in real life married to a mixed race woman if i'm not mistaken rashida jones is supposed to represent his ex-wife okay okay if i'm not mistaken okay well i i'm actually not well versed on his real life right (laughs) but if that's what it is or if that's what you believe rainbow rainbow so okay is that her name? Rainbow Barris. Yes. So in, okay. and it's it's interesting. Oh yeah, because, that's how they came up with Bo. Right. Black, that's okay. That's, yeah. That's Bo. Right. Mm-hmm. So Bo is you know sort of the fictionalized version, but but yes. Yeah, so that's really true to his original. Um, I guess his ex- to his life. Right. To his life. Okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I mean. Yeah. So then. So we know why. But so anyway. So is there anything else that you're seeing that you want to address on currently? Because I think that as we are covering this it's important to even if people are going to listen to it and watch this i don't know months from now a year from now whenever and then they decide to listen to this podcast this stuff is happening in real time and so it's important i think for us to cover or you know just just give it some voice like okay you know this is what we're hearing Mm -hmm. people feel a certain way they've got Mm -hmm. their opinions and feelings on the show i think i think the biggest thing for us to take away from from this conversation about colorism and blackness is that again it has so many variations Mm -hmm. and i think in the same way that that white folks cannot define what black should be or look like i think only we can define that for ourselves you know and so how we express our blackness like i love to camp you know the previous episode we heard about glamping and my (laughs) girlfriend was like ashley that is your inner white woman i said i have a i do have an inner white woman she's in her mid to late 40s and she might call the manager when necessary (laughs) (laughs) and she loves camping and and that's just you know but i'm also unapologetically black and I ride for my blackness. So it really is about how we express it for ourselves and not to really impose what we consider to be black on one another. I don't know. That's that's my take on it. I I am (laughs) here, here on that. I will give you, you know what? Not here. Cheers. Right. Cheers to you on that. I believe I agree with you completely. I think it's going to take some time. I mean, <laughs> time, time, time. That's all. It's yes. going to take some time for us to get to a point with how we feel in our own community at with mixed people, right? <laughs> like myself, right. You know, I and don't it's, think it's 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 a very very. There's a whole another mm-hmm. long conversation we could have on right on that on that and, front and, and going back to slavery and what that means and how people feel about people that were of you know lighter skin and yes and because all if of it. we if we think about it so much of our story has been defined for us and it's so important for us to redefine it for ourselves and that cannot happen in this one conversation and we can't figure it all out but we can at least ask the right questions and have a really cool conversation and exactly 
you know, gain some perspective and understanding. And right? maybe promote other conversations right. with other people. Exactly. By just it. bringing it up, you know, yes. and just being yes. bold enough and brave enough to just say, this is what we see. And it's yes. not always right. And sometimes we don't always do right by each other. And, and that's fair. Yeah, that's totally right. Fair. And, but mm-hmm. But then again, how can we make things better and how can mm-hmm. we continue having these conversations in a respectful way, but also learning from them and growing from them, you know? Fantastic way to put yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Well, I enjoyed, I mean, I enjoyed episode four. I thought it was great. I think yes. my favorite, my absolute Oh favorite, yeah, let's, let's talk about favorite parts. Like, favorite what? part, <laughs> I know, I mean, you guys have already seen the show. <laughs> right. But my favorite line in this whole episode is in this envelope lies a pony <laughs> or an ass whooping and i was like i was instantly taken back to as a child you, tell me you weren't oh yes absolutely. as you were sitting there with your parents opening up that report card <laughs> and you and you just I I already knew I made good grades. So and look, my brother probably was the one that was just like biting off all his fingernails, waiting for his ass whooping because it was coming. Right, right. But like oh, that man. was my absolute favorite line. Do you have a favorite line this whole? I, I do. And it's <laughs> okay. It's really not. Okay. Lisa. <laughs> so, so Lisa, Lisa falls asleep. <laughs> Lisa falls asleep. <laughs> and and did she fall asleep? Did she fall asleep mid sentence? <laughs> and then high. she was okay. <laughs> but my favorite line, Kenya goes, "That's not weed. That's Heron." <laughs> and the way the way he said Heron, I was like, "That is such an old black man way of saying that word." Like I died. Heron. No, he said Heron. That's Heron. That's that Heron. Oh, oh my, my gosh! That yeah. that was my fave line. It just it just took me away. It was hilarious. Oh my, yeah, that was quite. And we got introduced to Barbie's boyfriend. This this oh episode. Marquise so, Marquise. Marquise with the gray sweatpants. Look, <laughs> I was like, I was this like man, okay, this man is yeah. a, he's an undercover cop, right? undercover cop. <laughs> or is he? Is he? Right. Uh, so we'll see more of him, I think. Yeah, I think so. The, the he seems to be, a, a, you know, he seems to be pretty cool. And, and he's kind of trying to win dad's favor, you know. It is um, not working. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Another line that I thought was funny was we were, you know, we were in the, the Bad News Bear scenes when mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Barris is talking to Pops on the baseball field. And he describes, he goes into this like descriptive moment and describes Will Smith's logic for including Jaden Smith in Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, yes. It's like an ode to Big Willie. And he goes, and then, you know, he says something about the pink haired, eyebrowless wonder, Jaden Smith. <laughs> this, is, this is how we ended up with Jaden Smith. Smith. <laughs> I just, I thought that was pretty cool. That was oh, a great way. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's definitely Jaden Smith. <laughs> You're like to bring it back to your young ears and you have to make you understand this is how we ended up. He's like, Isn't yes. that the movie with like that yes. old guy? Like Jaden Smith. Old guy, old guy. Will Smith. Yeah. Oh my god. You don't even realize how old you are until you heard. I was like, what? I was like, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah, wow. yeah. Right. That's how people that's how these kids probably view it. I'm not it gonna is. lie. It You're is right. Yes. You know, I love that this show has it constantly has me laughing out loud. Literally. Right, right. Um, great, great stuff. 
like Joya bringing the smoothie truck and then Lord. showing up at the bowling alley with shirts. Sure, and I yes. mean, every time he tries to have a win, here she comes and she's like, wham, I'm super mom. Mom yeah. for the win with shirts. Mom for the win. <laughs> I've got a shirt guy. Although <laughs> at the end of the whole thing, you know, even though she was super mom, she's always mm-hmm. been super mom, always been there for the for the family and for the kids. He steps up and he realizes how important it is to really be engaged with his kids, you know? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. um, and it's before we leave, we have to make sure we touch on that premise that you brought up earlier about how the CDC is saying how black yes. black men, black fathers are more likely to be spending time with their kids now than their, than yes. their white counterparts, than hanging right. out with their kids, reading, changing mm-hmm. diapers, playing with them on a daily basis. And mm-hmm. that is not something that you normally, that people think, is the right. truth. It's the myth and that of the black is the father. Yeah. Right. Right. It is. It's correct. I love that they made sure that they celebrated mm-hmm. black fathers in the end. And we know that whatever's going on in the, on what society is saying is not necessarily correct. what's happening right now. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. It does. It makes okay. perfect sense. Yeah, That's so. right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. anyway, well, we will, um, I'm just thrilled to like, get through episode four with you yes episode five is next so episode five is coming up and we are thrilled to check that out with you guys and to talk about more of these themes that we keep seeing in in the show and hey and keeping it real and in live on the discussion of what's happening right now and how people are reacting to the show too so we're going to definitely bring that in to the conversation next time but we appreciate you listening and we thank you so much check us out for the next one all right this is Aisha thank you for listening this has been an original pod clubhouse production Pod Clubhouse is a podcast network dedicated to encouraging collaboration among podcasters and friends to bring a fresh voice and diverse perspective on a wide array of content. Please visit and leave a comment for us at podclubhouse.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast feeds on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find us at Pod Clubhouse. Our DMs are always open, and we'd love to hear from you. Pod.